Uh, hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to attempt to do is create a safe place where you could set aside whatever is keeping you awake, uh, whether it's uh, thoughts, feelings, so phys- physical feelings, or f- sensations, emotions, uh, travel, schedule changes, anticipate, miss people that mispronounce stuff, uh, or anticipation of somebody mispronouncing it, uh, Whatever is keeping you awake, I'd like to take your mind off that. What I'm going to do is uh, get this safe place to set aside here. With a, you know, you know what I just when I said safe place set aside, it made me think of a seesaw, which I don't know if a seesaw has ever come up, and that's actually something that might be a dated reference for some of you. So maybe I'll talk about this because uh, you know things they talk about at the intro, they got to sound good. The seesaw sounds pretty good. And maybe have me be able to talk, make a metaphor for about what the podcast is. But what I'm really going to do is I have a nice, safe place here. That's what I was saying before my brain seesawed away. And uh, now it's trying to get away. I said, well, let's focus on the new listeners here, brain. So I have a nice, safe place here. Plenty of room. You could check it out from the outside and decide if you want to come in. If you want to stay out there, I got, you know, I got awnings. I got, uh, I got, you know, we could, we could pull, pull some chairs out here or lounge. And then what I'm going to do once you get settled or as you get settled is I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use lulling, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones. Oh, so creaky. Because you might say, well, Scoots, what about what, what about Marmite, man? Uh, that's what the current word is. Uh, I know that's a concern some places in the world today when I'm recording this, not when you're hearing it. And I'd say, don't worry. I'm gonna, you know, I'm here to keep you, keep you, tuck you in tight or right. Uh, if you're concerned about your stock of Marmite. Uh, don't worry, the brand will be fine. It, it might just transfer ownership. That's a bit, not a big deal. It's important. It's not to say it's not important to you. Or to, you might say, well, what's Marmite? I'd say, well, we'll have to, we've talked about it in other episodes. It's a spread. It's a delicious, uh, uh, it's savory. Anyway, this because I would say, well, I don't know if that's a good metaphor for this podcast. It might be. I guess it is because it's a bit gooey. It's, uh, you see, it's an acquired taste. Uh, so, yeah. Where was I? Oh, so I'm going to send my voice across the deep dark night. Lulling, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones, pointless meanders, superfluous tangents. And here's the thing, if you're new, I'm really here to keep you company as you fall asleep, to take your mind off of stuff as you drift off. Uh, so if you're new, a couple other things to know. One, this podcast is pretty nonsensical, a little bit goofy. And it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. So kind of consume it with, an, and it's hard when you say, what is this Marmite stuff you want to give me? Well, I just want you to try it. It's uh, something we love or it's a big part of our, and we just want you to try Okay, well, I'll try it with an open mind. Not like if you get to somebody's house and they say, well, we only eat Marmite in this home. 
you say, what do you like for breakfast? Is our guest, well, you know, what do you, we have, and I have, I happen to like this. Oh, no, we only Marmite here. That, you would have a different, uh, probably, outlook. Uh, you'd still try to be a good guest and consume it. Uh, but that might ha- create some internal feelings about the Marmite instead of being like, hey, why don't you sit down and try some of this? Uh, plenty of other options, though. So see how it goes. And you could even say, well, let me know what uh, flavor notes you taste or what is the smell? What is the mouth feel? How is it on the toast? Uh, how do you like your toast? Is it totally, you know, that's only partially. How do you want me to do, uh, do you want a thin spread, uh, you know, a thick spread? So kind of consume it like that, like you're eating something that you're open to on toast. And you say, hmm, what is this here? Is this a creaky dulcet? And I'd say, oh, yeah, that is. Uh, it's a creaky dulcet steeped in pointless meanders. Oh, is it with a little current, a little black current in there, too? Oh, boy, is that, that is. It's like a, it, yeah, it has a little bit of umami. And first, well, that's the Marmite, actually, that does that. Not the, not the pointless meanders. That's a, dust, I dusted it with pointless meanders. So kind of consume it with a, like a loose open mind. You don't, like not an open mind, like, well, let me see if I like this. You say, well, what is this? I don't even like, uh, and then you could say, well, what if we had a Vegemite Marmite tasting? And you'd say, Scooch, you like saying those words, huh? Almost as much as Seesaw. If I could find a way, you say, oh, yeah, well, we're going to do it on the we're Now we're not going to taste anything on the seesaw or spread anything on the seesaw. Oh, no. What we're going to do is we're going to have a secret tasting where you can't see the results. So everyone is going to taste. Uh, everyone's going to get two secret jars, and they'll be marked in a way that only I will know. Or maybe not. Uh, yeah, one will have a D on the bottom, and one will have a Q on the bottom, we'll say. And you taste from each jar on your toast, and then you drop it on one side of the seesaw or the other. A seesaw was like this thing kids used to play on, which definitely someone that didn't have kids invented it. Or they said, like an aunt or an uncle who had kids over one day that weren't theirs, and they didn't really. And they the kids said, uh uh, Auntie, Unky, what are we going to do today at your house? And he said, be, be quiet. Is that an option? Oh, we want to do something fun, though. That sounds boring. Okay, well, why don't you go outside? Okay, what are we going to do out there? Do you have anything to do? It's outside. It's uh, like it's great out there. Okay, and then they come back. Well, we're bored. What are we going to have to do out there? You say, okay, if if I close the door, will you keep coming in and ask, oh yeah, that's what we do. We're kids. We're we're uh, we're, we're pat, you know, we're 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 looking for some uh, direction, yeah, or something, you know, something that adults do. Okay, I'll tell you what. I got this board out there, and I just cut some wood, so we'll balance a piece of board on the wood, and then each of you could sit on the, each side, and try to balance. Uh, Okay, okay, it sounds great. Are you going to come with us? Well, yeah, I got to do the the board. You know, I got to. I'm going to think. I'm going to nail the board into the the. High. Oh wow, this is so much fun. That's how. That's like a. That hasn't been a. That hasn't been factualized yet. 
But that's from my book, A History of Seesaws. Uh, the first, it all started with two pesky kids and, uh, you know, the, that's like Gingerbread Press or whatever my non my fiction, nonfiction uh, imprint's going to be. But so we'll have that on Mar. We'll have one side you'll put the thing in in a way for the Marmite and one side for the Vegemite. And then we'll see which one comes out ahead. What was I talking about, though? That this is a podcast you don't really need to listen to. If you're new, I'm glad you're still here. Sure, we lost some people there, but that's maybe you fell asleep, though. That's a good thing. So I'm here to take your mind off stuff and keep you company. Structurally, what to expect if you're new. Show starts off with business. That's a cool way we keep it free for everybody instead of behind a paywall. Or just the engaged listeners that support the show or the sponsors. Then there's the intro, which we're almost through now. So I'm explaining the structure a little bit late. Uh, but the intro is kind of like your wind down, if you so choose to use it. There are listeners that just skip ahead to 15 or 20 minutes and then listen. So you can figure out your preference. But it's just me uh, helping lead you into bedtime slowly. Instead of saying, hey, you you know, you you should be asleep by now. No, I'm here to walk at your side as you drift off. And also to kind of over-explain the podcast and not kind of ever get to the point. Those, That's my job. And it's supposed to make you think, like, huh, is that really how, like, you you probably Googled it, maybe. You said, no, that's not how Seesaw was invented. It was the... uh, the Saw Brothers, uh, you say, okay, well, that's an alternate, you know, that's some, that is, uh, it's a regional thing. Down here it was called Be Quiet Kids and Bounce on the Log thing, wood wood thing, uh, but it was, became known as a seesaw. This was just a, maybe like other things, it just got spontaneously invented in multiple places at the same time. Because it is just like a piece of board on something, you know, the, the, the scales had already been around for a while. I'm presuming it would be pretty interesting if it happened the other way. Like somewhere long, long ago, they invented the, the, uh, the aunt and uncle said, well, what are we going to do to keep these kids entertained till their parents get back and get them out of our hair? Date night. I wish they never invented that thing. But so, and then they sit, they made the seesaw and then the kids were bouncing on it or whatever, having fun. Then like maybe they lived by a road and some other farmer came by with a bunch of bushels or something and said, you know, I'm so tired of, uh, the, you know, these bushels never account for the density of the corn. I have the densest corn in the, uh, uh whatever the quad state region uh, what are those kids doing? Oh, those are, you know, my brother's kids. Uh, uh, oh, really? Looks like they're, ha- huh. Do those two weigh about the same? I don't know. Why do you ask? Well, I'm just wondering if we could get rid of this whole idea of just f- selling bushels full of corn because my corn's denser, therefore it's heavier, has more mass and more flavor. I feel like I should be compensated by, by weight and not by... A volume. Okay, tell me more. Well, what if we use that as a scale? This we could weigh my corn instead of just bushelling it. What with my wood player? Is that what you're calling it? Because that's the worst name I've ever. Well, the kids keep saying seesaw, seesaw in there. 
I think we call it a scale. Okay, great. So that was how the scale was invented after this, not that long after the seesaw. Okay, so I tend to go off topic. That's one thing structurally. Okay, so the intro is where I go off topic as I try to explain what the podcast is. Then there's a story. Tonight it'll be a visit uh, from my good friend Ray, uh, recapping some trips we took of him like uh, oh, a while ago. But So we'll have that. Then we'll have uh, thank yous and good nights. Uh, there's business between the intro and the story. So that's the structure show. It's a podcast you really don't need to listen to. It's more here to help you as you fall asleep and keep you company. Uh, so you don't got to pay too much attention because you say, what was Scoots talking about last night? Uh, hee-haw? Uh, no, I think me ma maybe. I don't know. Maybe he was just making a, like one of those sounds. Uh, maybe tree-paw? Was that, was that Treebeard's child, Treepaw? I think that was a book. You're right. That's what he was talking about, Treepaw. He was trying to write it as a, it was a, actually the dog. It was Treebeard's dog, but it was a tree or a bush or something. Yeah, maybe. So hopefully that's your conver, like conversation tomorrow. But there's also no pressure to fall asleep. I'm going to be here for about an hour. So if you can't sleep, I'm here to the very end. Ian, here's the thing. I make this show because I believe you deserve a good night's sleep. I want to help. I've been there in the deep, dark night. Uh, so see how it goes. Uh, most listeners say it took two or three tries before I got used to the show and realized I didn't need to listen. It didn't make a whole lot of sense, but it kind of does, but then it doesn't. And I enjoy it, but it doesn't, you know, I, I can't make any sense of it. Uh, so just like my love of Marmite and Vegemite and Seesaws, uh, Said, you know, someone never, not yet, till tomorrow, hopefully. Uh, so I'm glad you're here. It worked very hard at Yearnanish Drive because I really want to help you fall asleep. I appreciate you coming by. Uh, hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. Uh, this is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. Uh, what I'm going to attempt to do is create a safe place where you could set aside whatever is keeping you awake, uh, whether it's uh, thoughts, uh, feelings, uh, physical sensations, so things you're thinking about. Uh, things you might be feeling uh, emotionally or just in ge- you know just generally you say well not sure if that's quite an emotion but I'm feeling something and uh, it's at bedtime or it could be physical sensations ch- ch- you know change stuff stuff going on what about this one I don't know if I've ever uh, this is probably something I probably have talked about before but what about change in ge- like loose change you say. I mean, this would be more like in a movie or a poem, a Frostian poem, where someone, you can't sleep because someone out there uh, on that, like, archetypal street, I don't know if it's in London or New York, uh, Bombay or Bangladesh uh, or somewhere else where someone's just out there, the moon is rising, it's reflecting off the pavement, and you're there in your room. 
you know, that one lone room, it's got the blind up, the window open, and you're lying there. And then you hear it, the, you know, maybe a clank, click, click, clanking too. Somebody, they got hard shoes on and they're jangling change. You know, something we've seen thousands of times in comics and movies for sure. And then the light goes on and you sigh. And you, it was like, this was like, this was stuff, things, Alec, can I have uh, things in Robert Frost's waist, Robert Frost's waist, Robert Frost is is, is waste bin for four thousand, because uh, that would be the poem. The light goes on. I peer out on the street, uh, but the you know who, I don't know. You wouldn't be a purveyor, pur, purveyor. I've got some word pronunciation issues tonight. Uh, every night though, you jangle in that change. Oh boy, but that was an early tangent. If you're new, I'm here for you. Let me get back on track and then we'll get back. Hopefully we'll get back to that tangent. I would love to do that. If you know, if anybody has the budget for it, you know, and just wants to pay me nothing else. I don't really like work and uh, all that stuff. I'd rather not do, but I could go to those four locations. We could recreate it uh, and I could just tell, you know, I could just, we could just, I could just refer back to this intro. So, okay, whatever's keeping you awake, I'm here to take your mind off of that. It could be, you know, it could be anything. I hear a lot of stories. So I want you to know, you know, what you're going through is individual or whatever, but but you're not alone. All of us are here, not just me. As you're listening to this, probably tens of thousands of people are listening at the same time. Uh, so I'm here to help, uh, and the way I'm going to do it is uh, I'm going to create this safe place. Uh, you know, with it's not a safe poetic. It's, it, hopefully, it has some poetic qualities to it. You'd say, well, I don't know how I feel about a safe poetic space. And you'd say, well, that like sounds like a cafe. Where uh, you'd say, yeah, it does. Uh, but uh, with but poet with uh, some poetic, uh, you'd say it is a bit poetic. I'd say, okay, I'll take that. I'll take a bit poetic for sure. But I'm going to try to create a safe place where you could set aside whatever's keeping you up. I'm going to do that by sending my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use lulling, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones. Oh, so creaky. Uh, Creaky, dulcet tones. You know, the the, uh, oh, so creaky. Just like, you know, not as, not as, uh, yeah, I was going to make an oh, so raven joke, uh, but uh, I don't know. It doesn't fit. uh, Or oh, so, you know, our character oh, so that we're following here in The Mandalorian. As in oh so oh so adorable. I don't think I've used the word adorable. Man, my vocabulary's been lacking. But if oh so isn't adorable, you'll be oh so asleep. I hope uh, you know adorably snuggled up in your covers in bed. Uh, but yeah, creaky dulcet tones, pointless meanders, superfluous tangents. I'm going to go off topic and go. You know, ovular logic. Ovular logic. I've had a few uh, spells of ovular logic in the last twenty minutes. And here's the thing: this is a podcast to keep you company while you fall asleep. So if you're new. I just want to give you a couple of things because I realize this podcast, uh, it, uh, it doesn't exceed, it doesn't exceed expectations because if it did, like, I mean, in some sense, 
if it ex- when it exceeds expectations, you don't notice. I mean, that that's really my job. Uh, I don't think it supersedes expectations because I'm not even exactly sure uh, how to use that in a sen- like a, a, a proper sentence in this at this juncture. I don't know why I felt like I had to use that term, but I just wanted to. So it's a podcast that only exceeds expectations when you don't notice. So if you're noticing, that's why I want to take a second to acknowledge that totally normally. Say, what is this? Uh, I don't know if I like this. When is it going to start working? Uh, what are you? Ta- what are creaky dulcet tones, pointless meanders? All those things have been asked thousands and thousands of times. I understand. And if you're skeptical, I really do say bravo, because, of course, if someone told you about this podcast, you heard about it, you'd say, OK, some dude who doesn't ever get to the point is going to put me to sleep with creaky dulcet tones and goofy humor. Uh, and he's going to talk about the Mandalorian, but I might never hear him talk about it or understand what he's referring to. Or it doesn't even matter if I've seen the Mandalorian. And you're, you're, whoever told you about the podcast, they say thank you because uh, that was an accurate, accurate portrayal. So here's a couple of things to know. One, this is a podcast you don't really need to listen to. You can listen to it. Uh, but what, what works best, I've found, is that you kind of find your way of what works best for listening. But if you start off like looking at it like you're looking at clouds or leaves in a river or a waterfall, uh, or rain, you know, if you've ever watched rain before, wow. I mean, isn't it, isn't it pretty, uh, it's pretty good for, for a few moments. Uh, it sets the mood. That's all rain. You know, when you're looking at rain and you're not in rain, well, one rain gives you information. You say, is it rain? <laughs> yep. If you see, if you see it, you know, that's pretty, pretty easy. You say, yep, it is. Uh, I mean, sometimes it's just, you know, you might, you say, I think it is, or it was. Uh, but most of the time, it's you say, yep, not too hard. Oh, oh, boy, is it coming down. But then you might look at it. And sometimes I'm in the mood. I just look at the rain and I watch it or I watch what it's, you know, go, you know what it's contrasting or what it's bouncing off of. Uh, but for the most part, unless you're in the mood, you like it's just something you kind of barely watch. No offense, rain. You do have your beautiful moments. But usually they, rain's more of a, like, oh, boy. I really didn't say, I mean, I did joke about uh, meteorologists at the beginning of the show, but I didn't think I'd be talking about rain in this manner, but rain's more like a punctuating thing. Like you say, well, I do watch clouds, you know, that's a big thing. And I I can believe there's rain watchers out there, but it's more of like something, I mean, I don't know, are you with me? Like you kind of, uh. Uh, rain is more of part of a mood. You get, you know, you get the heater on, maybe you got some TV or maybe you're watching the rain, but you're kind of, uh, in that middle place is a little bit zoned out, chilled and drifting. And that's kind of how you ideally, when you first approach the show, I mean, if that wasn't a convoluted way to explain it, it some, this would be somebody else's podcast if it wasn't. Uh, but yeah, kind of do that. Like, just like you're watching the rain and you say, okay, well. Nothing, nothing to your right, Scoots. It's more, it's nothing super interesting. Uh, you know, after a few minutes, uh, like, uh, you say, okay, well, oh, yeah, it's picked up. The rain's picked up a bit. I think this could be another thing. I just didn't even think of this, but uh, 
like uh, they say, you know, they talk about idle time or idle hands or whatever they say. You know, when parents try to teach their children about the old cat in the hat, I think that's what those two kids were doing. They were watching the rain with their fish. Uh, and that. so if you're a kid, remember, don't watch the rain for too long unless, you know, unless you, because uh, unless you're going to sleep or chillaxing. If you're watching the rain, keep an eye out for the cat in the hat. Put that on a, you know, put that on a cat. What are those things called? A needle point. Put it on a pillow for me. Also edit it down to something more pithy or, you know, whatever I said. When you're watching the rain, something, something, cat in the hat. Uh, uh, so, okay, so where was I? I was trying to say, oh, it's this podcast you don't need to listen to. You know, got that covered. Uh, it's also no pressure to fall asleep. I'm going to be here for about an hour to keep you company as you drift off. And so you could kind of fall asleep whenever you want. Ideally, you just don't even notice. You're like, uh, okay, Scoots just somehow was talking about uh, the, the the baby, you know. Oh, he he's, uh, I don't know what he was talking about. It was Mandalorian because uh, I think he might have talked about mandolins. But I'm not even sure if he does, like, because he said, then he said something about Yo-Yo Ma. And I said, what does Yo-Yo Ma have to do with mandolins? And then I said, maybe he thought somebody's name was Mandolin. Uh, and then he said, yeah, of course, uh, that's a Mandolin. Like, I'm my name's a Lin. I'm a Mandalorian. Just call me Mandolin for short. And in our world, we don't have mandolins, so I don't know what you're giggling about. So there's a kind of example of a use case of a regular sleep with me listeners breakfast conversation or lunch. Or we're going to say, hey, hey, uh, hey, Lynn, what was that podcast you listened to? Oh, boy, do I love it now. Uh, because uh, why do you love it so much? I don't have any idea. I mean, somebody told me he was talking about man, a mando named Lynn. And then, then we said, "Whoa, is it named after Lin, the great Lynn? Uh, you know, friend of friend of the, the Goof Boys and everything." And uh, they said, "I'm sorry, what are you talking about, Lynn?" Anyway, lunch is over. Got to get back to those spreadsheets. They're not gonna, um, whatever you know, they're not gonna collate themselves. Or whatever you know, spreadsheet term. I, I know. I know. I should know some spreadsheets. Like, uh, there's another. There's a c word. Con, 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 castinate or whatever. Oh boy, let me let me try that. Put it in there though. Like, uh, they're not going to concastinate themselves. Lynn, there's no such word as concastinate with. Uh, oh, because I'm just joking. Uh, you know, I slept so good last night. Sorry. So that's how. Like, so those are that might be a regular listener. Uh, like that might be a chronic listener actually say, well, I listen so much. I can't even pronounce words that I'm an expert in anymore. Okay. So you don't need to listen. No pressure. Fall asleep. If you can't sleep, I'm going to be here the whole time. So that's the other thing. Or if you wake up in the middle of the night, Hey, I'm here for you to keep you company. That's my job. I make the show because I've been there. I know how it feels. Uh, structurally, it's a little late to tell you this, but the show starts off with business. That's really how my goal is to have the podcast be free and not a paid service. So that's how we do that is the sponsors and supporters at the beginning of the show and after the intro. Uh, then 
uh, there's an intro, which we're at the end of. It's kind of like a listener's time to wind down. A lot of new people say, what is it? When are you, when's the story going to start? What is it? And I say, well, I, I want to give you plenty of time uh, to unwind. But as you become a regular listener, you might find you're like the 2% of people that kind of skip ahead to the story. Or you're like the 2% of people about that become patrons. And then some of them listen to all intros. Some of them listen to stories. And some of them listen to the regular episodes. So, so kind of see how it goes. Uh, and then, oh, structurally, then we'll talk about the Mandalorian. But if you don't, if you, you might, you could be spoiled because they will cover some basic stuff that happened in the episode. But I don't know if you'll remember it, and it won't be, like, super gripping. And if you haven't seen The Mandalorian, uh, I wouldn't worry about it. It'll still put you to sleep. And then if you're planning on watching it in, like, six or eight months, you'll probably forget what I said. I mean, you, I mean, who are we kidding, right? Uh, so that's the structure of the show. It's about an hour. And I make this show because I've been there tossing and turning. I know how it feels. And because I believe you do deserve a good night's sleep. And if this podcast can help you, it would be my honor. Uh, now, the flip side is it doesn't work for everybody. Some people strongly it doesn't work for, and they probably aren't listening anymore. But if you are, if it doesn't work for you, say, well, I'm not sure if this is my thing. I gave it two or three tries. Sleepwithmepodcast.com slash no thank you. Uh, it has some other shows you could check out there. But I want you to know I really appreciate your time. Believe it or not, I work very hard on this show. I yearn and I strive. I'd like to help you fall asleep. Thanks again for coming by. Uh, hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. Uh, we do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to attempt to do is create a safe place where you could set aside whatever is keeping you awake, whether it's uh, thoughts, uh, feelings, uh, physical sensations, uh, changes in time or temperature or routine. You know, so, uh, you know, stuff you're thinking about. Uh, that's on your mind, whether it's past, present, or future, anything emotionally coming up for you, or physically, or, you know, any any other stuff, travel, weather, uh, time, you know, you know, people, you know, people, people stuff. Well, I mean, it could be as simple as, uh, you know, somebody's visiting or somebody's out of town, or maybe you're the visitor, maybe I could be with you, or maybe you're in the middle of traveling. I'm, I'm Scoots is here for you, believe me, I'm right here. Right? Hi. Uh, so, anyway, so whatever scheme you like, I'd like to take your mind off of that. And what I'm going to do is, as I said, I have this nice, safe place set aside. Very inviting, however you define inviting. Which is interesting for someone like me and a lot of people that listen to the show. You say, well... What would be the perfect, and it, oh, this is another book title. That's how we did it. An invitation, invita- I can't even say invitation, an invitation for an introvert. A miss, that was one of the, like, a, one of my Miss Marple fan fictions that I wrote, or that I w- will write. Have I ever said Miss Marple on the podcast before? I've never read, I don't think I've read a Miss Marple book, but I like saying, I, I can't believe I've never said it on the fi- podcast. Holy Marple. 
it's too bad that the good place is coming to a close because uh, I don't know what what word uh, Eleanor could say because uh, you'd have to say, oh, marple forker. You could, I guess you could kind of say that. Holy marple forker. Uh, anyway, holy cow. Poor, I'm sorry, Agatha. I didn't mean to uh, wake you up uh, from your great rest in the, uh, in the great book shit, you know, book about, you know, wherever, wherever he may be. Where was I? Oh, sure. <laughs> I was trying to create a safe place, uh, set aside. How did, how did I go from safe place to Miss Marple? Oh, I- invitation for an in- introvert. That's how early tangents here. If you're new, you're in for a, you're already in for a treat. That doesn't make any sense. Kind of like when someone hands you a candy that's only wrapped in plastic and they say, it's good. And it's not one of the super, you know, hard candies are usually, a lot of them are like a definite color. You know, you got green. Well, no, green could be uh, a couple of flavors. You're right. So then, but it's like a hard candy that doesn't have a label. And then you put it in your mouth. And at first, sometimes you might be like, I'm not even sure what flavor this is, uh, so some of you new listeners, you may be experiencing that already, which is perfectly normal when, you know, someone starts, uh, could marple be a verb? Marpling. Okay, I guess I don't want to know what verb it is. You're right. Uh, marpling, the act of uncovering, uh, of sleuthing. It's not just, a, it's just another term for sleuth. What are you doing out there? Marpling. Uh, you just marpling around? Yes, I'm using my uh, powers of deduction and inflection and the other induction and conjunction junction. My current function is I'm marpling, yes. Maybe one day, maybe like in 2030, this, that'll be on the spelling bee. Uh, could you, is that a, what type of word is that? It's a verb to marple, marpling. Uh, what's its uh, uh, what's what's its uh, original? You know, where did the word come from? Uh, the sleep podcaster that bought the spelling bee during the great spelling bee glut. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm just trying to. They said I have to ask five questions because the word's so easy to solve. Uh, could you use it in a sentence? Uh, I was trying to marp. I was marpling. At what w- the what this candy was uh, w- w- during an intro of a sleep podcast. Okay, thank you. Uh, so, oh, so an invitation for an introvert. I guess it means uh, how would I invite you in? <laughs> By going off topic uh, and talking my way around it. You say, well, I guess that would be a good one. See, it's not a party. What well, says on the, it's a celebration? It says here, right? It's a celebratory event. Uh, it's, uh, you know, for my birthday, and I'd like you to be there. Okay, well, but is it going to be like a party or a celebration with, like, people and stuff? Uh, there will be other, there will be, uh, there's just going to be just close friends, uh, very intimate, very intimate. Uh, uh, that's why I didn't want to call it a party. I didn't want to give you the wrong idea. Totally comfortable. It'll be really low-key. That's, I guess, one good way to describe it. I guess there would have to be something low-key about the event, because uh, uh, it says, well, it's a recreation of that wedding, uh, like, uh, at the beginning of the um, Crazy Rich Asians. How is that? Uh, 
low key that was at the top of that uh, tower and stuff. I think you're getting your weddings mixed up. Oh, well, no, this is just a low-key birthday party. Actually, this is just an invitation to new listeners to a sleep podcast, believe it or not. So I'm going to try to create a safe place. And one of the ways I'm going to do it, other than going off topic, is I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use lulling, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones, pointless meanders, superfluous tangents. As you've seen, I'm going to go off topic, and then when I'm off topic, go further afield. Yeah, that'd be another marple, a further afield, another Miss Marple, uh, a fictional Miss Marple, a fictional, fictional Miss Marple biography, further afield. Why'd you call it further afield? Well, it just popped in my head. Okay. Does that take place? Because I just want to see in the fictional universe of uh, your Marple fiction, which is actually fiction because none of it's going to be written. Uh, is it which? Where is it in the timeline with uh, invitation for an introvert? Uh, it comes right before an introvert invited. Actually, ooh. What about where? Why don't you just rewrite something about that? You could have it be a, a, a trilogy. In, in, in intrigue and introverts or an introvert and in, introvert and intrigue intrigued introvert yeah those are all possible book titles so if you're new here's a couple of things to know I, I like uh, this podcast does not work for everybody and it's kind of best consumed kind of loosely uh, like you say huh this is uh, interesting just like that candy analogy I guess if you could c- consume it at least neutrally, where you say, okay, so this is, uh, I'm not sure what this flavor is. Is that a melon? And they say, no, well, that's a bit like a, like a, they say, you know, they say some sort of ingredient. Uh, you say, okay, well, I'll tell you, and I say, okay. So just kind of see, and you say, well, I'm not sure if I like it or not yet. That's where we are in the stage of the hard candy version of Sleep With Me. Also, if you're new, a couple things to know. Structurally, what to expect. Show starts off with a few minutes of business. That's how we keep the podcast free for everybody and uh, not behind a paywall. Then uh, there's an intro, which the intro is usually around 15 minutes or so of me rambling and uh, just putting you at ease, ideally. For the regular listener, like there's a, I can't remember, I just looked up the stat and I already forgot it. But I think it was like around 3 or 4%, like that skip ahead uh, to like 20 minutes and just start listening in there. Uh, but for a lot of listeners, this is part of their wind-down routine, or some percentage of listeners fall asleep during the intro. So just kind of see how it goes. Uh, the whole idea is uh, to take your mind off of stuff uh, and ease you into bedtime instead of just kind of putting you to sleep instantly. You know, to help you relax and unwind. Then we'll have a story. Tonight's story will be uh, just going to be talking about uh, some stuff like in a seminar style. And uh, then there'll be some thank yous at the end. Between the intro and the story is business too. So that's a structure show. This is a podcast you don't need to listen to. But there's also no pressure to fall asleep. I'm going to be here for about an hour to keep you company. 
So if you can't fall asleep, again, you could queue up eight episodes, and I'll be here episode after episode after episode to keep you company. Uh, I make this show because I really want to help. I, I truly believe you deserve a good night's sleep. And uh, I guess I've marpled my way to this, uh, like, uh, the, the, the destruction of the show. The, the destruction of the show. The structure of the show over time. Like I said, okay, let's try this. Uh, like, I want to give you plenty of safe space to drift off. But if there's something on your mind or something you're feeling... I want to make the show just interesting enough to, to take your mind off of that. And, uh, you know, I tend to just, like, I say, well, Scoots, uh, how about, what, what, how does your, what is your Marple fiction? Well, I, I play a character named Matt Marple. Uh, you know, he was a uh, modern day, I guess, yeah, modern day, not a sleuth, uh, uh, not an anti-hero either, uh, just Matt Marple, uh, you know, four generations removed or however many we need to actually make it uh, somewhat factually correct. Uh, now I'm going to have to read some Miss Marple. I mean, I do, I have read it because uh, Craig had talked about it on script notes like a couple of years ago about Agatha Christie. So then I read through a bunch of those. I really, really enjoyed the ones I did read. Uh, so I'm going to have to get some more and uh, start reading them. Uh, here's the thing. If you're listening, let me know. I'm not, this is might sound, I'm not, this is no smarm, as I said at the beginning. Like, uh, let me know your favorite Miss Marple. And they say, actually, Scoots, it wasn't Agatha Christie. It was, uh, whatever the, uh, somebody else. I said, oh, okay, well, then I, yet another apology I need to write. You see, Miss Marple won the Pulitzer Prize and the Nobel Peace Prize. She's a real, oh boy. Imagine if I got a letter from Miss Mar- a letter from Miss Marple. There's another one. That could be one of the Matt, a Matt Marple mystery. Oh boy, that's even that's. I guess that's just the same alliteration that the original book had. But uh, a Matt Marple mystery. I, if you need to find me in a hotel, ask at the desk if Matt Marple's checked in for sure. I was. I think I'll start introducing my. That, I really like that name, Matt Marple here. You could do anything. You see, you see, what happened to Scooter and Drew? Well, uh, Drew, Drew, they changed their name. Both of them changed their name to uh, Matt Marple. And uh, uh, then they moved to, to, to um, Nantucket because they got mixed up with Matt Hooper. Uh, and that was the last we heard from them. Uh, I think, uh, except for when they applied to the Webster's... Uh, foundation to have marpling become a word well how would you what is it marples uh, yeah look, look at her as she marples uh, maybe i'll write poetry based on that uh, i can't think of a witty title for a collection of poetry in that world i would say a collection of woetry but that's another made-up word probably not great for a book title uh, so, and that one would be like a little bit of a downer. You'd say, I don't know if I want to buy a book called A Collection of Woetry, except that it says after that, another Matt Marple mystery. And that tells me, oh boy, there's going to be some marpling, which never results without resolution. Okay. So anyway, I'm glad you're here. If you're new, this is kind of how the podcast goes anyway. So that's why it's not for everybody. It's pretty silly. It's pretty goofy. But it's really friendly because I've been there and I really want to help if I can. 
almost every single person that listens to this podcast on a regular basis, which is like hundreds of thousands of people, uh, said that they, it took two or three tries until uh, they got used to the show. So give it a few tries. If it doesn't work for you, you can check out some other stuff I recommend at sleepwithmepodcast.com slash no thank you. Uh, but here's the thing. I'm glad you're here. You work very hard. I yearn and I strive, and I really hope I can help you fall asleep. Uh, uh, hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. And what I'm going to attempt to do is create a safe place where you could set aside whatever's keeping you awake, whether it's, you know, thoughts you're thinking about, things on your mind, uh, feelings, uh, anything emotionally coming up for you, uh, or physical sensations, changes in time, temperature, schedule. Maybe you just have a schedule, you know, maybe you have something coming up, uh, maybe you just had something... Maybe you got a work schedule that's not conducive to sleep. Whatever it is, I'm here to help. I'm here to take your mind off stuff and keep you company. And what I'm going to attempt to do is create a safe place where you could set aside that stuff. I think I said that repetitive. Oh, the way I'm going to do it is I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night and invite you in or really create an. I don't know if I ever used ambiance in the podcast before. That's weird that 800 plus episodes and I've never used ambiance that I remember. Somebody will say, Scooch, used it last week. And I'd say, ah, ambiance. But I will try to create a safe place that has a sleepy ambiance. Uh, every time I say ambiance, I want to say amuse bouche or whatever, amuse you know, that word about tiny bites or whatever the chefs call it. At the you know at least on Top Chef that was like five years ago I don't think it's a thing anymore. Is it? Here's the thing I like I don't I wonder if this new season of Top Chef even started. I don't know if it starts in I never remember if it starts in January or in the fall because I like to watch it all like right in a row anyway. Is that important at all? I don't believe it is. Uh, what I'm going to try to do is create a safe place where you could set aside. With the safe ambiance, whatever's keeping you awake. I send my voice, that's what I said. Not a, like a lulling ambiance, I guess, a pointless one. Uh, but send my voice across the deep dark night. Lulling, I'm going to use lulling, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones, pointless meanders, superfluous tangents. Oh boy, holy cow. Are these, are my tangents superfluous? And all to keep you company while you fall asleep. Now, if you're new, let me get right to it. Let, let me create a, 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 huh? I wonder if anyone, has, a, anyone that's listening, have you ever wrote a thesis or a paper or a report or a summary or a memorandum or just a, you know, a brainstorm thing, maybe one of those mind maps, uh, or any other thing about, uh, now I forgot it when it went on that list. Oh, uh, like, uh, with rapport and ambiance, uh, rapport and ambiance, they work together. I mean, really they do. That's why I'm talking to you, you new listener. Hi. 
Uh, I'm glad you're here. I, I did want it before. Uh, yeah, I guess. Uh, so just let me know, I guess. Sorry. That was like, uh, if you do, if you have written a report or any other of those listed things about uh, a study, that's another thing. Or research-based, uh, what are those things called? Uh, extract? No, they're not called that. But something like that. Like when, when you like look it up and it's a paid thing, you say, well, uh, abstract. I mean, you want to talk about abstract, you're in the right place. <laughs> oh, boy. I rarely crack myself up, but that one is just so ridiculous. If you're here for ridiculous abstraction. So if you're new, sorry, I'm trying to get right to it. A couple things to let you know about. Uh, this podcast is not for everybody. It doesn't work for everybody. I really do hope it works for you. So give it a try or give it a few tries is what most listeners say. But yeah, see if you could, uh, I know it, it, this, it doesn't subvert, uh, expectations, uh, but, uh, it does something like that. It, 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 because you say, what is this? When does this dude get into the point or he's not, uh, what is he talking about? And I totally understand that. So if you're skeptical or doubtful, or a little bit off, off. You say, I don't know how to feel about this. This podcast, totally understandable. It is like going into a place with uh, an ambiance where you say pre-ambiance, right? You say, well, I'm not sure I could call this ambiance quite yet. Uh, it's definitely it's decor. I'm not willing to say it's ambiance at this point, uh, but you could seat me, Mater D. They say, sorry, I'm just leaving the restaurant. It says, See, please seat yourself. And you say, well, that's a stupid saying. Please is the start of uh, some ambiance for sure. Okay. But, uh, oh, so new listeners, a couple things. This podcast is different and strange. So try to consume it in a loose way uh, because there's a couple rules uh, or general guidelines. You don't need to listen to me. Some listeners listen to me. In a mumble, some listeners listen to me through a pillow, uh, across the room. You know, some people do listen closely, whatever. So you can kind of, but you kind of, at first, you say, well, let me just see how this goes. So I guess there's really not a lot of ambiance situations. I guess you'd like, it's maybe if someone else was paying, like I say, I'd like you to be my guest at this uh, rest, this eating experience. That's what they'd call it. You say, okay, okay, I don't have to pay. And they're calling it an eating experience, dining experience. Oh, thank you for correcting me. Okay, that sets up my potential for openness to ambiance, uh, which will be a new, I don't know which, uh, I don't know which pseudonym or um, whatever it's called, publisher, I'll put that out on, what did I call it? An intro to, um, an openness to ambiance, an intro to ambiance. Those are pre-ambiance. Uh, that was that's the prequel. Also, that that probably sounds like something. But th those will be some novels. They do sound, uh, you know, pre-romantic. Uh, so that'll be under the um, the new. I'm working with one of the big romance, uh, imaginary romance publishers. Because they say, don't you get those books when I was a librarian and I was going through the donations? I remember you had one with blue. How about we come up with one with a purple? 
like from your collections? Because I know you got the blaze. I love to do. Oh boy, Whew, I'm sweating already when I think about that. But then you had the blue ones. I don't remember what they were. I mean, there was. I think there was a lot of. Was that uh, like there? There was a. Uh, but so, what about a purple one? Uh, blankety blank ambiance. Uh, so. Oh boy, I went, oh, you don't need to listen to me. So I guess I made my point there. Also, there's no pressure to fall asleep with this podcast. Uh, the show's around an hour, so you can fall asleep at your leisure. Uh, but here's the thing. I'm here to keep you company, whether you're awake or asleep. So you can fall asleep in two minutes. But if you can't sleep, I'm here to the very end to keep you company. Or if you wake up, you know, later on or whatever, I'll be here. I'm, I'm your boar bud structurally this podcast is very different uh and some people can have a strong reaction to that which is understandable the show starts off with a few minutes of business then there's an intro which is a lot around 12 to 20 minutes or so of me talking and describing the podcast to new listeners uh so, yeah, it's like an, it, it's establishing rapport and ambience, really. You say, what kind of ambience is this? I'd say whatever I laughed about that I thought was so funny. It's, uh, I forgot, what was it? Like, it, it's an impressionistic version of ambience uh, with cubist tendencies, uh, maybe. Or scri- whichever one, I, I take cubism, scribbleism. Say, what kind of art is that? Well, it's not art, but to humor Scooter, we call it scribbleism. Is it anything like scribble? Do they talk about that on uh, uh, Scribble Notes, uh, the podcast about scribbling and things interesting to scribblers? Uh, Scooter does, because that's actually the only place that podcast exists is in its imagination. So probably they do. So the intro is just a, it is long-winded and I do go off topic, uh, but it's really a wind down. It's wind down time. It's your bed. It's uh, ideally it becomes part of your bedtime routine. And for a lot of listeners uh, that they start listening before they get in bed or as they getting, get in bed, I just saw a couple of people talking about coloring while they're listening to the intros uh, some people are doing that. I mean, that's what we would talk about. You could do some, what do they call, what did I call it? Scrib- scribism or whatever, uh, scribist art. Uh, but you could use one of those coloring books or coloring app, uh, or you could be out getting ready for bed. You could be petting your pets. Uh, so it's part of an easing into bedtime, a wind down, because that's just what works for a lot of people. But some listeners, 2% or so, uh, skip right ahead and listen, uh, starting around 20 minutes. That's around when the story will start. And some, and then some listeners listen on Patreon. I think the most popular thing on Patreon for like people that listen to a lot of episodes is to listen to a new full episode and then a bunch of story only episodes. Uh, but there's a lot of ways that patrons kind of customize their experience. Uh, but so the intro I guess what I'm saying is, oh, the show starts off with a long intro, like after the business. Then there's some business. Then there's a bedtime story. Uh, Tonight will be our episodic series, Get Besos, this tale. Well, we'll talk about it, but it'll be very, uh, it's just going to be two characters talking the whole time with some, some story elements. And those you can listen to in any order. So... 
the intro of the story, oh, then there's some thank yous at the end. That's the structure. I kind of told you, again, at general guidelines. I did call them rules by accident first. And I guess it's funny that I'm being silly about this ambiance, but really it is about creating an ambiance, truly. I mean, here's a couple of things that are very important to me. One is that you do deserve a good night's sleep in a place of solace and rest. Uh, not only because you just deserve it as a human being, and it's not easy being human. Okay, I'm trying to be serious, and my Kermit brain just said it's not easy being green either. No, but I'm, I am serious. Uh, and I don't know, for me, those times when I'm, it's not coming easy getting to sleep, it becomes something I dread. And I, don't, I, I want to counteract that. That's the ambiance I'm kind of referring to. And the safe place is the idea that uh, bedtime could be something you look forward to for some listeners, or you just say, hey, well, I got scoots in my corner. If I can't uh, make it something something you're looking forward to, at least I could uh, take that dread away. Or you know I'm there to be your companion in that dread. So maybe I lessen it a little bit. That really is, like, deep in my heart. I don't know if you can feel that, uh, that's really what I want. I want to be here for you uh, to counteract that because I've been through it. Holy mackerel if I've been through it. And that's when I say it's an honor for me to make this show is knowing uh, that I can be interrupt or distract from that. Uh, so I don't know. I mean, that's why I make the show. And in, in, in some sense, uh, some people might say, well, it's more bigger than ambience, but I'd say, well, I don't know. Like, uh, Ambiance to me is something that strikes a mood and creates a sense of place and ideally like a nice place where in this situation you say, okay, Scoots is going to be goofing around and night, you know, then there'll be Richard Warren Sears and James Cash Penny or fictional characters, you know, for sure. So that's the structure of the show. That's the nature of the show. And I guess that's why I make it. Uh, I really appreciate you checking the podcast out if this is your first couple times listening. I am serious when I say give it a few tries because there's been, I don't know, hundreds of thousands of people have told me that. It took them a few tries and then they started listening to the show or people that said I listened once, I didn't like it. I came back two years later and now I love it. Now, that's not to say that it's, you're going to love it or it's going to work for you. It doesn't work for everybody. I really wish it did. I do have a list of other stuff you can check out at sleepwithmepodcast.com slash no thank you. And that's it. I don't know. I'm really glad you're here. I appreciate your time. I work very, very hard, and I yearn and I strive to help you fall asleep. Hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. And what I'm going to attempt to do is create a safe place where you could set aside whatever's keeping you awake, whether it's, uh, you know, thoughts you're thinking about, uh, feelings, uh, emotions, uh, physical sensations, uh, changes in schedule or weather or situations, 
work, uh, third, first, second, third, shift, uh, whatever, whatever it is. It could be anything. Whatever's keeping me awake, though, I'm here to help. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to try to create a safe place here. A nice, uh, ruminous. I don't think that, like, uh, that's definitely the wrong word. Uh, maybe we'll go back to that room, room word. And I'm not talking about R-O-O-M. But, I, you know, this safe place is both cozy and roomy. I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use lulling, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones. Oh, so creaky are my dulcet tones. Or, no, I guess that's not true. My tones are both dulcet and creaky. I guess that could be a question on one of those tests uh, where they try to test your logic. Uh, in my quick case, it's, uh, I'd score higher if they were testing my illogic. It, that could be a, like it. That would be like a '90s kind of hip hop test. My logic. That would be a, like just one line in a in a in a, in a song. Uh, it can't be standardized, you know. That so. Was they saying? Oh, creaky dulcet tones, pointless meanders. There you go. That was a miniature one. Superfluous tangents. I'm going to go off topic. I'm going to use filler words. My metaphors will be mild uh, at best. Uh, most of the time, they'll probably be, be, be probably be incomplete, like my sentences. Uh, but I'm here to keep you company and take your mind off of stuff as you fall asleep. So if you're new, uh, let me give you a couple pieces of information because I know this is this podcast is a, is a bit different. Uh, and uh, if you're new to it, you you might be in a situation where hey, you're trying to fall asleep, you're looking for help. That's what I'm here for. Uh, but this podcast doesn't work for everybody, but it almost works for no one on their first try. That's a pretty universal reaction uh, for regular listeners. But we have retained hundreds of thousands of people like uh, that listen um, almost on a nightly basis. So I will say give it a few tries, but here's the things that can help. One, kind of listen in a loose, unfocused way. At first, because this podcast doesn't really follow normal structure or normal expectations. And also just acknowledge, yeah, this is, like, is a little bit different. I'm not sure how to feel about it. Uh, I'm a little bit skeptical. Uh, this safe place has room for your skepticism and doubt. Uh, so that's totally fine. Or that, hey, this podcast might, might, might not be for me. I totally want that uh, possibility to exist but just because it does right and also i really want to do is help you if i can so kind of just look at it like a fuzzy cloud that's one thing a second thing uh, that can kind of defy expectations is uh, the structure of the show which is just a reality of uh, the structure of a sleep podcast uh, that i want to keep free for everybody so the show starts off with a few minutes of business then there's an intro which we're doing now. The intros are about 12 to 18 minutes. Uh, then I'll talk about the intro a little bit more in a second. Then there's some business. Then there'll be a story, which tonight will be kind of me trying to make a, like a recap of a Mandalorian episode six or chapter six, if you will. But you, you, if you watch that episode, you say, Scoots, it didn't sound like uh, the episode that I, I say, well, that's good. I pointed out some new things uh, and some stuff you could possibly observe on your fourth or fifth try and if you've never seen mandalorian don't worry uh, i mean it could spoil it but uh 
uh, you know, you probably will forget or sleep through it. So it's, it's made to be made to be sleepy and not engaging. And then the show ends with some thank yous. So that's the structure show. The intro, though, can throw new listeners off uh, totally understandably because it's 12 to 18 to 20 to 19 to 13 to 14 or 12 or so minutes long. So instead of me saying, this is what we're going to talk about tonight, this is what the show is, and this is what we're going to talk about, and then let's do it, uh, that would be kind of an efficient in- intro. Name of the show, who am I, who, what, where, when, why, how. I would never make, you know, that would be like an hour show for me. Uh, so part of it is just in my nature, but most of it is that the idea of the intro evolved over the history of this podcast uh, because... I learned that listeners need some time to wind down. You can't just put someone to sleep. In my experience for this show, this isn't true for everybody. And that people need a little bit of time, whether it's as they're getting ready for bed listening and, uh, you know, brushing their teeth or, you know, journaling or drawing or stretching, whatever it is, or just chilling. Or if you're in bed, kind of starting to unwind. Uh, the intro gives you time for that, and it's different every single time, uh, but it's also similar every time because I tend to, uh, you know, because well, I want to welcome the new listeners and re-welcome the regular listeners, and just it just helps you unwind, and it kind of keeps me connected to the listeners, uh, but you can skip ahead. I would try the podcast out a few times first, uh, but some listeners skip ahead 20 minutes and they start listening there. Uh, so kind of see how it goes. So that's the structure of the show. This is also, it, it can be different is that this is a podcast kind of, like I said at the beginning, you don't really need to listen to this show. So some people listen and uh, like, they don't listen to anything I say, they lower me to a mumble or they have me under a pillow or they just don't pay attention. They're hearing my words. That's how kind of sometimes I consume, uh, particularly play by play is I, like sports, like I used to listen to that for comfort. Um, actually, during the day when I was at different jobs or driving, and I never was paying attention. It's just that something about that comforted me. So for some people, that's how they listen. Other people listen to the show in a loose way, and some people listen. So, so you, you don't need to listen. You can kind of see what your relationship with the show is, and in the end, it'll probably evolve and change. Uh, but if you do need to listen, I'm here to the very end, which kind of goes into the next point is this is a podcast, uh, that doesn't really put you to sleep. There's no pressure from me for you to fall asleep. I'm here to keep you company as you drift off. Uh, and that's why the shows are an hour to give you plenty of time. But if you can't sleep or you woke up in the middle of the night, uh, as I have uh, this week, <laughs> multiple times, uh, you know, I'm here to keep you company there too. So I'm here to the end, whether you're listening or you're asleep, I'm here for you. Uh, so those, that's the structure of the show. That's the kind of things. I mean, that's like, uh, I was talking about that room word, rumination. And, uh, that's a nice, like, it, it, it's not an, I guess like it's a light version of like, you say, well, I'm ruminating. And you say, what, on the next great, uh, you know, philosophical uh, thing, Cheaty? And I'd say, no, this is Scoots. I was just ruminating about uh, my room temperature last night. That's what I was literally doing. 
And then I don't know if you can go from a rumination to a debate, uh, but I did. I said, well, should I get out of bed? Should I do something? Should I, okay, okay, maybe I'll put my pillow over my head and that'll fix it. So this podcast is there if you ruminate or you don't or you debate or whatever it is uh, to kind of get in the way of that process and to give you an alternative to listen to, uh, which is mostly me kind of rambling and going off topic and not getting to the point. Uh, Because I'm your boar bud. That's my job is to be here uh, for you because I've been there uh, and I know how it feels. And in the end, I really, truly do believe you deserve a good night's sleep, that uh, you deserve a safe place where you can let the day slide away and you could drift off into sleep and you could be rested and, and able to engage in your life a little bit more. And that eventually you get a good night's sleep uh, majority of the time. That's what I shoot for, just the majority of the time. Uh, not all the time. Thanks, uh, sand person that, uh, you know, comes to me on an occasional basis. Uh, but that, uh, you know, you can get enough rest that you could flourish, that you could really, uh, you know, uh, start to grow and flower. So I'm here to help, and this is the only way I can help. It's just by telling these, uh, I can't, there's not much else I really can do other than to be here to tell you a story and keep you company. I'm not an expert in sleep or that, you know, there's there's like, uh, you know, like I'm not an expert in anything else, really. And this is really the only way I can help. And the reason I do it is because I just know how it feels uh, in that rumination zone. Luckily, there's no highways to the rumination zone, because you'd say, I mean, it's interesting that rumination, I don't even know if that's a word, but, uh, and rumination do, like, are closely related. Do they rhyme? Rumination and my rumination. I guess now we're getting back into some 90s hip-hop with the standardized test uh, uh, given by the nation. I guess it would be nation... Rumination, rumination. Uh, but so we—I mean, we could work on it. You know, I'll—you I'll, know—I try to get get a hold of. Uh, I don't know who I'd be best align. I mean, maybe I just better stick to yeah, what I'm good at, which is keeping you company, being a goofball, going off topic, and uh, uh, yeah, using filler words. Boom! You just saw that. Uh, so I'm glad you're here. I really appreciate your time and you coming by, checking the show out, uh, or coming back night after night. I work very hard. I yearn and I strive. I really want to help you fall asleep.